forever. Dog. Are you ready for the Super Bowl? I am. I I am ready for some football, as they what say. What are you What are you going to serve at your party this year? Oh, um, escargot or nachos. I'd probably do nachos more. Escargot would be from when I do my dressage, uh, the Super Bowl of dressage. And I, I love dressage. I break out the little uh, canapes. Basically, the way I look at it is when a Super Bowl party, I break out the Twinkies. When I have my my dressage people over, that's when I take fancier stuff like chocodiles out. And we have uh, like the higher end. I can't stop eating these chocodiles. I want a chocolate dial. It really did feel like humanity had had shown it's. It was like it was my version of the moon landing when people realize something more is possible. When you dipped a Twinkie into chocolate, you dipped a Twinkie in chocolate. It was just like I believe in the human race. There's still some potential here. We still got some places to go. We can we can turn a Twinkie into a chocolate dial. We can do anything. And speaking of outer space i want to wish everybody a happy anniversary of the challenger exploding okay i want to see where this goes please the floor what do you mean goes what do you mean goes no no it explodes admit my like like the thing itself my my comment has exploded in midair. I'm done. Yeah, that was uh, ch- the the chocodile and the challenger. We're getting all the chs off the uh, table today. We'll talk about chips. Uh, we're eighty, like we're eighties kids. You kind of have to realize that. Uh, you know, you're an eighties kid when I was kind of raised by TV. I was raised by the eighties. In the 80s, by the 80s. How many of these pictures do you recognize? These games that they keep pushing on the thing. Hungry, hungry hippos. I mean, what is What what is is that that? even? Like, I'll tell you what hungry, hungry hippos was. It was the noisiest thing. It was the clackiest. It was like, it was like game designers got together and they were like, we need to clackify games. Yeah. We need to make them. We need to make marbles louder. No, that hungry, hungry hippos just favored, uh, favored just aggressive children. It's the only, it's the game that just was like, like no skill, no intelligence. Just like, I'm just going to pound the crap out of this board, (laughs) this this little switch. For little boys that took their sister's Barbie car and i did have a plastic barbie car i did have the car was it pink you put the yeah it was pink and the and barbie and i don't know if ken would ride with her i think like more often than not like i would cast two female leads okay so and you had a uh 
you had a Thelma and Louise, a proto Thelma and Louise scene going on with your Barbie. Yeah, I was like, shut up, mom. I'm playing Thelma and Louise. And I would just like have them drive off my bed. Uh-huh. Yeah. But I would say that Hungry Hippos, I call it one hungry. <laughs> sure. No, well, you're for you. You've I'm abbreviating that, right? them. It's like yeah. saying curb. Of course. Like curb. Hungry. I'll call it hungry. So the people who developed hungry, I think we're tapping into the mindset of the of the little boy that just wanted to smash their sister's plastic Barbie car against the wall. And they're like, well, this will make the same noise. Yeah. No, it's I think it's just it's a game built on kids being too jacked up on sugar and they get their they get their uh, violent energy out on a hungry, hungry hippos game. And Julie, you know what I'm noticing is that as we're talking, Brett is rocking his baby back and forth. It's a beautiful scene. But I also notice he has not even cracked a smile once for anything we've said because he's looking at the beauty of his child and realizing how pointless podcasts are while we talk. He's just like, what am I doing with any of this? This baby is everything. And these two idiots are just blathering on about hungry, hungry hippos. I was hoping that our conversation would seep into his core memory formation so he wouldn't be able to tell the difference between the bonding hormone that is being released in his brain and mm-hmm. our our idiotic jabbering. Yeah. And the, he would just, the, that, that uh, old Sandy would get uh, a little, the wires would get uh, wired in our favor. I mean, Sandy's acting like a real hungry, hungry hippo. Yeah, there we go. And that was Brett. Hi, that was Sandy. not Sandy. Oh, he's Sandy, I want to introduce you to two oh, of the wow. greatest minds of this generation. Look at this. Two of the greatest. But first, mm-hmm. you got to meet Bill. Oh, first, you got to meet Julie and Tom. Yeah, exactly. But coming up next, the greatest minds of Brett's generation. Look at look at this milk oh, what a crazed, adorable, <laughs> wide eyed. Look at her. Look at him. Yeah. What stunned. Mwah. Take me to the river, drop me in the ocean. Gulls will eat our picnic. Yeah. Take me to the river. Yeah. I like David Burns' version of that song. Are there others? I don't think so. I think it's right. his. Well, it's cool. his now. It's cool. all his now. That's one of those things. Old David Byrne doing his uh, take a song, flatten it out. You got burnt. Pull the guts out. And you look, got burned. You got burned. I get people. Anytime I talk about talking heads on Twitter and I say that they're just oh. somewhat overrated no. in the scheme of things. I no. never get attacked more than when I say that. You've angered the head hive. Yeah. But the thing is, I know what I'm talking about. And the people who argue with me don't. Because I'm, I'm truly better at music than they are. Look, first of all, you're right. Second of all, I had an idea for a funny joke and you'd have to, I'd have to get my brain examined if I ever made it online, mm-hmm. Okay, which was that people were debating whether or not Taylor Swift wrote her songs earlier this week. And I, mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not saying that I believe this or not. I'm just saying it'd be a funny joke that I would never tweet, mm-hmm. but I wanted to say, of course, Taylor Swift wrote those songs. They're horrible. <laughs> That's that. But see, that's the I mind would not of be sitting comic. here today you, if I had done such a foolish thing. No, and I'm be, not even saying I believe it. I just think it would be a funny joke. No, but again, it, I would not be math, here with you. Look, you just figured out the math of a funny joke is what that is. It doesn't mean you mean it. 
No. It means you uh, you saw a not unlike a beautiful mind. You saw the elements swirling. Yes. And yes. You added up a joke, and you it's yes. a math problem. That was not a that was not a thing you believe. No, it was a lot like Wordle. It is a lot like Wordle, which I have defeated. And uh, <laughs> you are such a braggart about I'm Wordle. Looking for a new challenge. You two weeks ago, you both brought Wordle into my life. Two weeks later, I hand it back to both of you, and it's broken because I broke it. I Wait, broke sorry, Wordle's what? Back. I'm giving you Wordle back, broken and defeated. The mighty Wordle. I'm bringing Wordle back. Yeah, I'm bringing Wordle. That would be that's a good be a pretty good Super Bowl commercial. I wonder if Wordle can get a Justin Timberlake. Uh, yeah. To, to quick knock out a Super Bowl spot. <laughs> Loving this Mr. Mom action today. What over is here. going on on the end of the... It's like, are we bothering you, Brett? Should we go? I, no, feel, I feel like, like we're I feel invading like we're in your... house. I feel like we're intruding. No, it's all good. I'll be back in a second, though. It's all no, good. no, of course. Look, when we're teasing you, Brett. We're teasing you. <laughs> Sorry, we're teasing we'll you. be back in a second. <laughs> What's going on? Fatherhood. Brett's got the baby. Yeah. Doesn't he realize we're on when we were babies? We're his babies. We're we're bigger babies than he than that baby. On the day we record on the day he was born. We are the babies. We are baby (laughs) we are baby Julian, baby Tommy. Yeah. Don't you realize that? When he comes back, let's be like, Yeah. So, so Julie Klausner, co-host of Double Threat, which you are listening yes. to right now. This is I'm Double sharp, Threat, man. and welcome to Double Threat. By the way, we can throw that in as an aside, or as a main, as, as a, a main, main yeah, course. exactly. You can do it as a main. Small plates, small plates. You, small we plate. leave it up to you to decide which is the main, which yeah. is the. The way we do things here is we have different. Oh my God. When they say that at a restaurant, have you been here before? Have you eaten here before? The worst. Like, have you eaten here before? No, but I've eaten in a restaurant and I've eaten food. I figure I can, I can hang with whatever you're about to throw at me. Whenever they say that to me, I say no, and I'm not here now. And then I drop my menu and I leave. Perfect. And I plan to keep my streak alive. (laughs) Yeah. I say in those circumstances when they're like, have you ever eaten here before? I go, no, but I have flipped a table over here before and I'm going to do it again. And then I flip the <laughs> table like, no, over. And then as you do that, the chef with his big chef hat comes running from the kitchen, goes, that's the flip. That's the table flipper. Uh, yeah. And Get it's too on. late by that's then. That's a table flipper. See, I'm not a table flipper yet. I just, I just, um, I just like, what do I do to chairs? I just kick them. Mm-hmm. And if they fall over, great. And if not, by then I'm already out the door. Sure. I no, kick and run. That's the way to do it. Kick and run. Just like Liz Fair said, kick and run, kick and run. Kick and run. Ever since I Even was 23, was kick and run. Yeah. I, when, the, when these when these servers look, and they're not writing the script on this. They're being told what to do. No, these stupid being, they're, restaurant they're going owners. They're by the script and we're yeah. really sick of it. We're sick of this shit. These restaurant owners. Small plates. It's a restaurant. I can figure it out. We want big plates. So, you have you eaten here before? Because we do things. It's it's our menu 
is filled with different choices of food items that we are making back in that room back there's the kitchen and we make it back there you tell me what you want and then i'll tell them right to make it for you yeah so we do things a little different here now there's a couple of codes that you can de de descramble in the menu Mm -hmm. And they are related to the life and health of your loved ones who are locked in an escape room. And yeah. there is a cryptogram in the dessert mm -hmm. section that if you cannot solve within five minutes, I will light your face on fire with that little torch that they use for creme brulee. Where, 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 what am I eating at Jigsaw's restaurant here? Welcome to Shea Jigsaw. It's it's actually it's pronounced jigsaw jigsaw. Uh huh. Okay. Welcome. And I got reservations the doors are now for locked. jigsaw. Have you been here before? Have you it's been a trick to question? Have you been it's to jigsaw yet? Have you been to jigsaw yet? Because that's a trick question. Because if you had, you would be dead. Oh uh, yeah, I ate a jigsaw. No, you didn't. You're alive. You're a liar. Now we do things a little differently. There is a reverse bear trap wired to your face, as you can now yeah. as you now know. <laughs> Anytime you put the word reverse in front of something, mm -hmm. it becomes ridiculous. Yeah. Have you noticed that? Like yeah. when they said John Travolta used to demand reverse happy endings from his massage therapists. Well, look, I think that's just the spirit of giving and I don't see what, I don't see anything <laughs> just, wrong with that. I just think that when you put reverse in front of something, yeah. you're already bordering on like, is this ridiculous? Yeah. Like a reverse mortgage. It just feels like, oh, I'm going to, someone's robbing me. When you hear just like, when you hear reverse, you're probably getting ripped off also. Yeah. But you know who's not getting ripped off? Julie Klausner, uh, the the star of the, the, the two sold out wow. shows at Joe's Pub. If we had shows, will you promise me that we'll, that you'll buy a ticket? I asked to the listener. If we add shows, you promise me you'll sell them out. The listener will come through. That thing got sold out. People are mad they didn't get in. Good. People are mad Good. they didn't get in. Good. Look, harness and, it. And I'm harness it. I'll say this: I'm scalping tickets for your show for the Joe's Pub thing. Did I, you scalp them? I sold. Did a you pair buy of them? Tickets. Are you scalping them? I bought out the whole. I no Todd, no other humans. Have, I bought every ticket to both shows, That's and now I'm scalping. News. I, sold, I thought I'd sold out. I was really feeling no, good about myself. I, I sold two tickets for 50,000 bucks. <laughs> 50 grand. But oh, it's a, but, it, but I'm sorry to tell you, it is a VIP meet and greet and they're going to hang out with you uh, all Throw night. meat at me. And they're going to, um, yes, it's, <laughs> it's that kind of meet and greet. They, they whip meat at you. Mm. Um, Best money I ever spent. Brett is back. No, it's Brett. Brett's back. Guess who's back? Back. Back again. Back again. Brett is back. Brett is back. With Sandy. With the friend. With his friend. <laughs> Sandy the baby. <laughs> <laughs> so we have an exciting show on Double Threat today. This is a this is a one of our classic episodes with a point. That people are you like, mean a topic? Yeah, they're like I like the ones that have a reason for existing. Well, all of them have a reason for existing. Oh, I, but I'm this not has the one a little bit. This. this is a little bit of a um, I don't know, 
like file folders, an organizing system, a yeah. binder, so to speak, instead yeah. of just, you know, dumping out the contents of a treasure chest on your floor. Yeah. And to, to, but this, this, this week we've got, we've got a, a it's a, a, it's a, a cavalcade of, <laughs> of possibility uh, and, and potential and promise. And it will be all of those things. <laughs> And it will come true like Christmas morning itself when we unwrap our presents and we have. What are you talking about? Just hang with Tom, just watch this. Just watch this. Talking for like. Just watch where this okay. goes. I am. We I'm will watching. unwrap the presents and the first gift that we will get. Boy, oh boy. It's the it's, gift of friendship. The no? gift of friendship. No, no. Well, of course. Well, that's a gift that keeps on giving. And that's not it. That's just not at the holidays. That's an everyday gift with me and you. The um, last week on the show, we played a clip that Brett um, put in front of us. Yeah, our virgin, our our virgin eyes, mine virgin eyes, and yeah. and thine's. Mm-hmm. And this clip was took place in the fine state of West Virginia, and and an intrepid news reporter out on got the hit scene by a car. Tori Yorgi. Tori Yorgi got Yorgi. hit by a hit car. By a car. <laughs> it's like a it's like a vocal warm up. Tori Yorgi got hit by a car. Yeah. Uh, I'm in the booth Tori now. I'm just warming up here. Tori Yorgi got hit. Tori Yorgi got hit by a car. Tori Yorgi got hit by a car. Tori Yorgi got hit by a car. Okay, I think I'm ready. I'm warmed up now. Let's do this. Ah! And then she gets hit by a car. Yeah. Poor girl. So so this this. A uh, reporter was out on the scene, and it was it was uh, weather conditions were not good. Was it raining, snowing? Yeah, something. Yeah, and some driver bumped this reporter, Tori Yorgi, and Tori kept talking. And the guy back in the studio, who's Tim, 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 kept talking and was like. So where'd you get bumped? Oh, Tori, were you hit on the top yeah. half of your body yeah. or the lower half of your body? Can we watch it to warm up for our guests, please? So the audience also, anybody who, God forbid, I don't know how somebody could not hear last week's episode, but I'm assuming there's got to be some somebody who couldn't hear it, but is hearing this one. Yeah, let, let's watch that clip right now. This uh, aired last week on West Virginia's WSAZ, uh, a local NBC affiliate. It's their uh, nightly news program with host Tim Ear uh, in studio and reporter Tori Yorgi in the field. And just a heads up, uh, Tim uh, Tim Ear is actually in the waiting room right now. Uh, we're going to have him on the show okay. uh, in a second. And we might be joined by uh, Tori in a minute as well. TBD uh, on that. Ooh. Uh, I and I just want to say, like, w- this is also a show for apologies and for helping people to write apologies if they need. Um, I owe Tim an apology. And Tom, do you want to apologize to Brett? Yes, I do. I want to apologize, <laughs> Brett. Brett, I'm so sorry. Do you want to apologize to Brett sincerely? Okay, Brett, you're right. That last one wasn't very sincere, Brett. No, don't apologize so for your apology. Brett, I'm I sorry was, if you were offended. No, oh, that's the worst. It's a non-apology. I was going to apologize to Tim for saying he's not allowed to come on our show. And uh, I made a mistake uh, because uh-huh. he is allowed to come he, on our and show. He's and going I was to. thinking, no, <laughs> I, I, I can't mm-hmm. wait for Tim to come on the show. Yeah. And you are going to apologize to Brett to say, no, Brett, it wasn't 
ghoulish of you to show that clip sure, to that, us. Sure, that's, right, that's okay. a fair apology. Look, right. Brett, I'm sorry I said this clip was ghoulish. All right. I'm you know what? so I th- sorry. I, I actually think you're making it worse. Let's just... Let's move on. No, that was sincere. That was sincere. Okay, okay. Let's watch. I'm so sorry. Please, Tori Yorkie joins us now live in Dunbar. And Tori, they're not seeing any flakes, but wet roads. And now we're starting to experience, unfortunately, in freeze thaw, we see this water main breaks. (laughs) Jeez. Just got hit by a car, but I'm okay. I just got hit by a car, but I'm okay, Tim. That's first. Um, I'm okay. We're all good. I'm okay. Yeah, you know, that's live TV for you. It's all good. I actually got hit by a car in college, too, just like that. Wow. I am so glad I'm okay. You're okay. You're okay. We're all good. This is uh, all. You know what? It's uh, one more day. We're good, Tim. Ma'am, you, sure okay? you are so sweet and you are okay. It is all good. You know, I. <laughs> oh, Lord. This is like a so Cecily you, Strong. You know, character. it's my last week on yeah. the job, and I think this would happen. So you were bumped in, to me, Tim. Were you bumped down low, Tori, or were you hit up high? I couldn't really tell from the looking. <gasps> oh, I, I, I don't even. Do you know if I was bumped down low or up high, sir? I just saw you disappear. I don't even know. I don't even know, Tim. I my whole life just flashed before my eyes. Oh, but this happen. is live TV, and everything's okay. I I thought I was in a safe spot, but clearly, um, we might need to move the camera over a bit. Yeah. So let me do that. Mom, You're in. It. Now, to, just to set oh, the stage you for know? you once again, Tori's in an area right now. There has been a water main break, so there are emergency vehicles around there. Mm-hmm. And a lot mm-hmm. of times, what we have seen in those kind of situations yeah. are. In, when emergency vehicles are around, there's a lot of confusion from people about drivers about where to go. So it's possible people that's get what distracted there. a little bit. Yeah. Sorry, you didn't even see. Oh the car God, coming. that woman. That woman was so nice, though. Yeah. She didn't mean to. It was an accident. I know it was, and I'm okay. Everything's fine. But again, Tim, we're, we'll get back to the report. Right? Yeah. We're on Rocks Lot of Hills Drive in Dunbar. This is where that woman- professionalism. Amazing. What's Amazing. it like? We'll never know. I'll never Tom. know. We'll never know. So stay tuned after the break when we talk to West Virginia TV's own Tim Ear. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right. Well, please welcome to Double Threat WSAZ newscaster Tim Ear. Tim Ear, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show, Tim. Thanks for coming on the I, show. I can't believe Julie allowed me on. I like. I've spent the last like she hates me. I feel terrible. Well, she- it's you know the, <laughs> the 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 trick with me is if you agree to come on, I'll have you on. <laughs> that's that's the trick, and also like. If I don't like you, but then I find out you like me, <laughs> I like you. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I'll just I'll just uh, dispatch with everything you say that I I, I love you guys. I love you, Julie. Oh. Funny, I I like your show, and um, and it's just it's an honor to be on here just to just to talk to you, just to meet you guys and talk to you guys. It's an honor, and mm-hmm. 
you know, I, I, I guess I think Tori's supposed to join us at some point, but, but, you know, she's busy. She's moving today. She's moving to her new job in her new apartment in Pittsburgh. So, okay. Uh, yeah. We all helped her get a job and, or helped her get a job and an apartment. Is that so. lady with the car helping at least driving some boxes she, over she, or is, something? Is she using her car as a U-Haul? I think the lady with the car pretty much just ghosted. I, I think wow. she just, yeah. Because, and it was like, it was okay with Tori. Like if you watch that, she's like, no, I'm okay, ma'am. I'm okay. And we said afterwards, cause you know, as soon as we went to a commercial, I called mm-hmm. her and I was like, you need to go to the emergency room now Yeah, and everything like that. And I said, where did she go? Where did the woman go? She said, oh, I just told her to, I said, it's okay. Drive away. And she did. She just drove away. And we we never heard from her again. No. No, that, of course not. In retrospect, that shouldn't have been Tori Orgy's decision necessarily. <laughs> yes. I agree. That We don't yeah. make the best decisions right after we've been hit mm-hmm. by cars. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, so Tim, Tim, walk us through, if you could, what it was like from your vantage point, this whole incident. Because you're in the studio, Tori right. is out on the out on uh, on location. Yes, by herself, by the way. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she set the camera up on a tripod. Mm-hmm. Oh and, my goodness! And in all honesty, when so I'm 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 tossing to Tori, and I can see. So I'm looking at a teleprompter, which is right in front of me, and the teleprompter. So the words are in front of me. There's a lens right up above the teleprompter, just like position up above, and there's a little monitor. But you know, seven, eight inches off to the side. So, but I'm looking at the lens and the and the, the words and everything like that. And I'm tossing Tori Orgy joins us now live, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, out of the corner of my eye, I see like movement. And I thought, mm-hmm. oh no, the tripod fell. Because that happens a lot. Like the tripod, sure. they just fall. I mean, sometimes, you know, when people are out there by themselves. So I thought, oh no, the tripod fell. It's because I see this movement, this shrush. And then all of a sudden I hear Tori say immediately. Oh my God, I got hit by a car, but I'm okay. I get hit by a car, but, I, and uh, you know, we are all like, and I think I must've been in some kind of shock. Like I, I guess mm-hmm. I've never ever experienced that. So, but I was just glad to hear her voice and hear that she was okay. And you could hear it in her voice a little bit, obviously, you know, like Julie says, you get hit by a car and like, it, there's nothing normal there. And uh, so I was, you know, there was a lot. And first, you know, then all this stuff's going through my head. I'm thinking, they're going to cut away and just come straight to me. And I'm going to say, well, we're going to have to get back to Tori. Clearly there's, you know, there was, there was an issue there. As you can see, she was hit by a car. We're going to check on her. Like I wish in a way, I wish in retrospect, they would have just come back to me and I could have just handled it and we could have gone to a break. Sure. But it's like they stayed there and the director, because I talked to him afterwards and I said, well, and the director said, as soon as I heard her say she was okay. And I saw her hop right up in front of the camera. I thought, okay, she seems to be okay. And she started laughing and, Mm -hmm. but you know, I, when we look back on it, I think, you know, Julie brings up such like, you just aren't thinking right when you get hit by a car. And, you know, I wish I would have been like, you know what, Tori, I love you, but you've got to take a step back and you got to take a break. But I think I must, I must've just been in the same kind of like, what is going on here kind of state and trying to make sense of it all. And and then, you know, at the same time, trying to remain calm, because, you know, it got to be like the, anchor kind of news anchor like remain calm kind of thing but then it was like too much calm you know <laughs> it was sure just- well you're trying to you're trying to be the the a voice of kind of calm reason in a in a panicked moment but 
there's it seems like there's certain gaps that are going to get misinterpreted as the as 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 in terms of from a viewer's perspective. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say that director is banned from the show. Oh, the ban slid over. You're sliding the ban over. I think, you know, you're doing your job. You're listening to the director. The director's calling the shots. There is a situation like this. You need someone to say, we're out. Mm-hmm. He says, Tori, bounce back. We're going to keep the feet up. Tim, riff. Yeah. That's no one I yeah. wanted the, at the at the helm of my, um, you know. We had people who said that exact same thing, you know, a lot of feedback and everything like that. So we had a lot of feedback. and But then we also heard, had people who said, I'm glad that you guys stayed with us so I could see that she was because mm-hmm. and continue with the report. So there were like two thought on it. I kind of felt like, you know, and I love our director. He's a great guy. And, not me. And and he, not me. Like, oh. I mean, I, I've been friends with him forever. So never going to you're never going to get him back. Never no going to redemption, get him back. but he, no redemption. He um, I, I understood what he said, but I, ju- I do wish like. Of course, that it would have just been me because I could have just probably been like, okay, now let's get back to Tori. And then we go commercial and come back to her and said, Tori, describe what happened. Like what? Yes. I asked that one question and I I, I think, I can't remember. The part where you asked if the car had hit her from the front or the, the back? Yeah, because I didn't. And I was thinking if, if it, because cl- I couldn't see, remember, I couldn't see the original hit. So I didn't know, did she get like clobbered up here and get, t- and if you get an upper body injury, I think it's probably obviously more serious than if you get like clipped in your butt and tossed. Uh, mm-hmm. in the- My, I was like, where did you get hit? And then at one point I'm like looking up at the big monitor that we had like, up in the thing. I like look up. And I could see, I mean, this was all hindsight. I went back and looked at the clip after. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I must've just been, it must've been part, part shock, I guess, on my part. When I went back and looked at it, I was like, what was I saying? Like, what did I do? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you wish in life that like, when you go back and look at things, I'm like, oh man, I wish I could have done this. I wish you could have done this. And you play things over in your head. Um, so, you know, and and even my wife was like, what did you say? <laughs> uh-huh. Huh. What what was the what what has been the response uh, when this clip is clearly blown up and and gone um gone viral? Um, what kind of responses have you gotten? It was interesting because like um there were the first one that went that got on Twitter was an edited version where they didn't even have me saying, "Are you okay, Tor? Are you sure you're okay?" They didn't even mm-hmm. have that part. Are the robots, you know, I'm just like this, like mm-hmm. people are like, oh, that guy, he said, and so that one got all the, but then there were, I saw another one on TikTok where they had that stuff on, at least I, at least they got to see some kind of like empathy where I was like, mm-hmm. are you sure you're okay? And that one, I noticed I read some, I tried not to read too many of the comments because I was, you know, that's like, so, but yeah. And most of those ones were the other one. There was, I think a little bit of more understanding, like, you know, he said he was like, or they just commented on Tory. Like the focus was all on Tory getting hit. Mm. wasn't on, you know, Robot Boy. So, um, you know. oh no, yeah. has your wife started calling you that, Tim? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know, like that's not the nickname she's given me, but I gave it to myself. Like, sure, <laughs> had to laugh. I, you I know? do want to say you you were you sang a little craft work in there for a second. Oh yeah, I love craft, Tim. Yeah. Oh my goodness, this is yeah. the real story. Yeah. The, so the, who is Tim? He yeah, likes craft Tim? work. He clearly likes the you Steelers. Like football? You've the, got football behind you. 
You like the Pittsburgh Steelers. You is like that bikes a conflict with West Virginia work. at all or no? Because no? I'm from Pittsburgh originally. So, and, and in fact, I worked at the station where Tori's going. I used to work there when I did, because I did management and I just wasn't happy. So I'd like mm-hmm. back on, on TV again and doing reporting out in the field. And, mm-hmm. and so, um, but I've been doing it forever. And it's like, I'm the old man. Like Tori's always like, you know, he's our, and the kids, as I call them, they're like, you know, he's work dad. And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, so I kind of feel in a way, really, I've been at that station for 20, let's see, our oldest daughter's 20, 20, 27 years, 20, 26 years now I've been there. Wow. Lies by, you know. Mm-hmm. How is Tori? Tori's doing well. Um, I, I, you know, I'm not the only one. We all kept checking on her, like saying, are you? Or you're okay. You're like, next. yeah, I'm just a little sore, bro. You know, she, she's Philly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I feel like Tori isn't the most reliable narrator when it comes to how she's doing. That, that's, you know, cause somebody said that they said, I don't think you believe that she was all right. And I was like, I really don't. Um, yeah. But her, her mom, um, one of the people at work talked to her mom at, Tori said she, her mom was more obviously, you know, her family was really worried about her and we were too, you know, mm-hmm. cause she was only there. That was her second to last day. And, um, but she said that she, you know, she, she took a little shot. She, she said the back of her knee hurt a little bit the next day. Um, and did the station send her something? Did you guys send her like edible arrangements or, or- like a, yeah, like a gift basket. And if not, you don't have to answer if you didn't maybe, that would be a good thing to do because I'm just concerned about, and I know this happens at New York one as well. Yeah. Um, that like reporters bring their own tripods out there. Like they're not even with a producer, which is maybe a bigger conversation to have about unions that I don't mm-hmm. particularly want to initiate, but I worry about Tori Orgy. Yeah. Well, I want her back in the studio where she belongs. Tori yeah. is now going to be with a photographer every time she goes out. Um, in good. TA, Cause when I'm okay. station, good. union station, um, and they have, um, uh, they have two, two different unions, one for the photographers and editors and one for the, uh, uh, for the on-air people. Mm-hmm. Good. And you know, what's also nice is Harry and David make some nice, like fruits that you could sell, to yeah. people. especially this time of year, you get a nice box of like, there are these honeybell oranges you can get it's just a nice gift. Maybe the, maybe the director, maybe the director could invest in, uh, you know, some Bosch pears or. We had a party for Tori uh, just a couple days before that on Saturday, you know, so four days before the hit. And mm-hmm. and so we all got together and everybody got got her gifts and going away presents and everything like that. But you're right. Look, I, I'm with you. To, I would say this to Tori. I'd say, look, I got you that thing. That was a farewell thing. And an, I'm sorry you got hit by a car thing. That present is going to do double duty. I'd say like just... I, I just be like, look, what do you want me to buy two presents in a week? What am I made of money here? Yeah. Let's confront Tori about that. Or maybe get put a nice craft work playlist together for her. Get her get her to listen to some then you put some can on there. What else do you what other music do you like, Tim? Now I'm curious like about Devo? Yeah. What about Devo? I saw Devo in Pittsburgh. Um in the I love that I saw the clash four times. I what saw about Sparks. What about this Sparks documentary? Yeah. Uh, Sparks. In fact, oh, no, I have I have the Blitz vinyl because I have a bunch of vinyl out here in the, okay. the garage. But um, yeah, a lot of that stuff in the '80s. That's that was uh, so I could I could put together a, a good um, '80s mm-hmm. playlist. Sure. I got DJ one night, 
uh, at a local club because the, the a bunch of kids like the uh, they found out they were like, hey, we understand you have like a lot of cool ladies vinyl. Would you come and play it at the club and be a DJ? So that's I awesome. Got to do that one night. So I think that was like a that was a big highlight for me. Who, who's the best band ever to come out of Pittsburgh? Um, well, there there's a band when I I mean I was into, into like hardcore punk in the in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Sure. When you're a teenager and you're growing up in that. So there was a band called Car Sickness that I loved. And then mm-hmm. they morphed into a band called Plowman's Lunch, um, this Irish band. And their lead singer was Irish. And I really, really liked them a lot. Okay. But then, um, you know, there's a there's a band called uh, the Common Commonwealth right now out of. Okay. And they're really good. They've been on. Um, I think they're like that close to, you know, hitting. They've been on the late night shows. Uh, mm mm-hmm. So, and I think they're really close to getting in. They're really good. They have the soulful, like blues kind of singer who's really, really good. Yeah. And then uh, Weird Paul, of course, is one of the mainstays of uh, Pittsburgh, a legend. Weird Paul, everybody. Uh, yeah. No, nothing. Uh, no. Andy Warhol Museum. No. Andy Warhol. No? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Been there three times, Tim. Three times. I love it. Yeah. What's on the cafeteria menu at the Warhol Museum? Don't you say soup. It's just don't a, it's, you say soup. It's, it's Tom. Tom. It's a Polaroid Tom? of a Ritz cracker. There we go. Do you think Tori Yorgi would be a good name for like a like a Kraftwerk style band? Tori Yorgi. Yeah, because yeah, it's such yeah. a great name. When she first started working for us, we were just like, what a cool name. Yeah, it's a really cool name. Well, if you put an umlaut in there, people would think it was a... Right. A, if Tori Yorgi went on tour with Oingo Boingo, uh, uh-huh. Tom, would you yeah. hide? No, I would, would go you see buy a that. ticket? I'd, go, I'd say like, yeah, when I watched Tori Yorgi left, uh, watched a few Oingo Boingo songs and I go left. Yeah. Danny Elf. You'd, how, many Oingo Boingo, how many Oingo Boingo songs would you listen to before you'd leave? I'd wait till they played Dead Man's Party and I'd be like, yeah, right. I'm good. You know that's going to be an encore, though. Well, then I'll go you know uh, you're hang out in the parking lot until I hear the beginnings of it. I'll run back in. What? No readmittance. Are they from East Lansing, Michigan? Oingo Boingo? Los Angeles. They're so, they're very, very Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're very Los Angeles band. My sister interviewed them when she was going to Michigan State. Uh, worked at the radio station. And Danny Elfman and Oingo Boingo were playing MSU. And so she ended up interviewing. For some reason, I was thinking. So your sister's a journalist as well? No, she got out of it and. She was, yeah. She she did bailed and did. Um, I think she started selling copiers and then she by her career and uh, became a healthcare worker in Florida and uh, got the, oh she got the um she was in the Moderna trial so she was one of the first people. To- oh my gosh! Well, thank you for thank you for her yes. thank her for her service. Yeah, we were yes. so proud of her. Like, it was really mm-hmm. so she did well. Oh, that's exciting. Well. I don't think to- so. Is to- Brett, where did you go? I don't know where Tori is. Brett has a new. Ba- Brett has a baby, so I know he's allowed to take care of it. I'm baby, so, so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> we still enjoy uh, reprimanding him when he when he disappears out of and 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 honestly, um, Tim, there is a world in which Brett would get hit by a car and we wouldn't know because mm-hmm. his audio. He sometimes he mutes himself mm-hmm. and sometimes he just dips out of frame with yeah. no reason. So yeah. it, it's, you know, and, and Tom and I, we try to like maintain, I, it's like right now, we don't know where he is. No. Well, there he now is. Now he's back. 
Well, I have no object permanence, so it's also it's very scary to me. Tom when and Brett- I are also like babies. We were discussing this before when Brett was tending to his baby that we're actually jealous that he has a baby because we are his babies. Oh, yeah. Yes. One day a week, we are his babies. And and I get scared when he goes out of frame because I think he doesn't exist He's for a moment. Forever. And then he comes back and I'm excited. I know he exists. I just think he's gone forever. Mm-hmm. Brett, why did you go full screen on yourself? I didn't like that at all. I didn't like that at Brett? all. Brett, <laughs> Brett, I'm sorry. what just happened? Yeah. Brett, so, I'm sorry. Sorry, Tim. Brett. Yeah, Brett, what was that? What What was going through For your head just it. now? Brett just suddenly his picture went full screen, wiped all of us off the screen. As if it was like, like cut to, all right, cut and, to Brett. And Tim, you know, you talk about like having to think on the spot when someone's acting unpredictably yeah. and you have to kind of do the best you can right. and you don't know if something is a life or death situation. Yes. What you just saw is a good example of, where's he going now? What just happened, Brett? What just went through your mind? Oh, I, like a thousand things at once. Uh, it's kind of... It- <laughs> I did have a thought. Do we want to like maybe as a redemption uh, narrative here, maybe pretend as though something has happened to me and then Tim can mm-hmm. kind of do what he would do. You know, it, yeah. if like, so if I'm, yes. if I'm out in the field, if I'm Tori. Okay. Um, and maybe we can like just do a little, yeah, a little reenactment. Um, mm-hmm. and maybe yeah, Tim, Tim like, if you could throw to Brett Boehm and he's reporting on, what are you reporting on Brett? The chili cook-off, the chili cook-off. Yeah, yeah. Brett, is, is it the a- chili cook-off in Terralingua, Tex- Texas? Yeah. Did we send him to Texas or Mexico? Uh, basically both, but Texas is technically. <laughs> yeah. It was right on the border. Yeah. So Brett, okay, Brett, and- Brett's doing a, a remote from the chili cook-off. And he and he was just and we're gonna act like he was that somebody just like poured a vat of like steaming hot chili onto his chest and he just passed uh-huh. out. And if it has habaneros in it, he's really in trouble because it'll. Oh, he's in trouble, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. Play the role so, of robot boy again, or do you want? Yeah, you're, you're, you're. No, you. this is rede- This is this is what I like to call redhead redemption. How about that as a segment name? Oh my god, that's, How about that? that? Julie, welcome to. I don't know how you do the it, first segment of redhead redemption, and we are gonna we're gonna do this the way, Tim, you wanted. So this this is a this is a do over. Okay. Okay. So Tim, okay, when so you're ready, you can throw, throw to, to me in the field. Throw to bread in the field. Okay. Uh, Brett joins us now live from the Chili Cook-Off in downtown El Paso. And Brett, I've got to tell you. Sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt, Tim. Sorry. I'm sorry. Can we just take it from the top? And it's Terralingua, Texas, if you don't mind. Terralingua. Yes, please. Okay. All right. Thank you. Texas. Okay. Terralingua, okay. Texas. All right. Um, all right. We start in three, two... Okay, Brett joins us now live from Terralingua, Texas, from the Chili Cook-Off. And Brett, those habaneros down there are really cooking. Uh, sure, they sure are, Tim. It is it is hot, hot, hot down here in Terralingua. And just wait, wait, watch out. Oh! Ah! Get out of frame! Brett, get out ah! of frame! All the way! Thank you. Sorry, Where'd he Tim. go? It, it burns! Brett, are you okay? Are you with us? Ah, it burns! Um, we're going to take a break right now from Brett. Brett, are you okay? I'm okay. I'm the director. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm the director. Keep it on Brett. Keep it on Brett. Okay, I understand you're okay, but at the same time, just take a moment. We're going to yeah. take a break away right now. Tim, and- I'm your director. No, we're not. We're not going anywhere. Brett, Brett Tim? say someone spilled Tim? chili on you in college. This, this it's, Tim. Tim. Someone, it's okay. Someone spilled chili on me in college. I've it's been. This has happened before. 
I think I can, I can, I can, I'm fine. Tim, if you cut to commercial, you're fired. This is the director again. Yeah. Brett, push, push in on the open wound. It's push my second to last wound. day of work. I'm fine. Okay. People who are watching this at home are obviously very worried about you. And we are too. Are you, sure you need to check yourself for burns because th this is, you, you need to get to the hospital right away. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, I can't really, it's either all, I'm either not burned or, or I'm completely burned. I don't know. It's either, it's either one or the other. Can you tell the chili, can you tell the chili apart from the burns? I can't. It's all just running together. I, okay. You might not be able to feel it right now. So I think it's really important. Uh, mm -hmm. Check that out. Brett, we appreciate reporting live. Um, as always. Well, Tim, I appreciate your support and I'm going to go check on these injuries ASAP and, and stop reporting. Okay. Good idea. Thanks. Thank Great. Go to commercial, oh, please. Amazing. Redhead Redemption? Yes. Yeah, Nicely done. done. Thanks. Amazing. Nicely done. Do you, so you don't hate me anymore? No. Thank you. You did great, Tim. Yes, You're that was forgiven. Amazing. You're redeemed. We we give our blessing to you oh, and to Tori Yorgi, and we hope mm -hmm. that everyone stays happy and healthy in 2022 and beyond. Thanks. Yes. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, Brett. Thanks so much. Another guest who had no interest in me. <laughs> oh my God. He was just saying, Julie, 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 Tom, Julie, I, this, Julie, that. That's because he I said, well, Julie, it's him. so he said, he said, that's Julie, it's so great to be on the show because Julie, I'm a big fan of you, Julie. No, he said he and liked then, the show. And then he said, well, well, Brett, Brett, I talked to Brett about his baby and all this. And Brett, it's like, well, what am I sitting here? What am I? Did you hear of any of those pile bands? Of, pile of laundry. Oh, like, stop a pile it. of laundry. God damn it. No, it's fine. It's fine. He was focused on me because I basically put a price on his. I, I eviscerated him last week. I humiliated to... him. If I were him, I wouldn't have come anywhere near me. I go, oh, you like craft work? Yep. That's not true at all. He was excited to talk about music with you. Had you heard of any of those bands? No. I mean, I knew some of the stuff, but. How could you not know who Weird Paul is, for God's sake? I don't know who Weird Paul is. Well, it sounds like somebody's got to get to Pittsburgh. No. Sucking sucking chest wound. You never heard the song Sucking Chest Wound? No, that sounds fun, though. I'd go to the Warhol Museum in Pittsburgh. It's one of the, it's one of the best museums I've ever been to. Do you say museum or do you say museum? I say museum. I say, <laughs> I say museum. Mezuzah. I say mezuzah. Mm-hmm. What if there was a Mazuza museum? Brett, do we have another <laughs> You walk from room to line. room? It would be exciting to walk from room to room to enter a new room at the Mazuza oh, Museum. They'd have to decide which mezuzas are yes. on display and which mezuzas are functional. And exactly. because it's one of those things where there's this old, I don't even know if it's a joke, but it's a saying where you say, four rabbis, five opinions. So you'd mm -hmm. have to, you know, get a lot of when I say Jews, I mean the Jews that are in jokes that are like a Jew walks into a bar, like that kind of Jew. Mm -hmm. And they'd have to decide which mezuzim, which mezuzot, I should say. It should be called the mezuzim. The mezuzim. The mezuzim. <laughs> the mezuzim. Sandy likes it. Sandy liked that she one. That one. <laughs> Sandy was like, all right. That's like the, when a baby yeah. says that, they're going, all right. Yeah, exactly. Good stuff, Tom. That's what Sandy just said. Good stuff, Tom. Good. 
Sandy just said, sure, Tim didn't like you, but I like you. Sandy knows who is the co-host of this show's host of this show. Yes. Hello, Sandy. Look at that big head. I wish I had a head that big on a tiny little body. Mm -hmm. Hashtag body goals. I wish I had a tiny little head on a big body. Oh, like Biden's cat. Do you see Biden's new cat? That cat is the smallest head I've ever seen. No. Joe Biden ain't got such a big head either. Joe Biden's teeth are bigger than his head. His name is his name is a sentence. Joe Biden. Is that a sentence? Yeah. It's a life sentence. It is a life sentence. So no Tori Yorgi today, I'm assuming. Uh, no Tori. I mean, Tori is Tori is having her, you know, she's, uh, um, Tim was saying, she's going on Ellen. She's doing this whole media tour. She's oh, doing a new job. Oh, no, that's fine. No. Tori is yeah. in high demand. I'm sorry. I, I no, did. This is, we don't this need is... Brittany. We've got Jamie Lynn on the show. Don't worry. No, we got Tim who, who look, Julie, you should feel great about that. He was a I, huge fan. Yeah. He's a uh-huh. huge fan. It was an honor for him to meet you. For me, for me, he was just like, uh, yeah, I'm done with that coffee. You can get that out of here. All right. Some men like it when I roast them and humiliate mm-hmm. them and belittle them. I should start charging. If you look at my Venmo history, which I wish you wouldn't. Oh, I look at it. It says more food. It doesn't mm-hmm. even say food when people pay me. It just says more mm-hmm. food. I always put on my Venmo for anything. I put weapons. <laughs> In the thing, and it just looks like I'm stockpiling because then people will be a little yeah, scared. Yeah, they'll of me. be afraid of you. It's they just like it's a good thing. You. Just everybody on their Venmo just put in weapons as the thing. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, speaking of weapons, this next segment is uh, so uh, good it's dangerous. Um, this is what we're doing next. Is uh, uh, you alluded to this earlier, uh, Tom and Julie? Uh, we're having some listeners join us who um, have something that they need to say to someone else, but they don't know how to say it. Yeah, we were t- we were thinking today would be a little bit of a Cyrano type uh, arrangement in 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 conjunction with the new movie Cyrano in theaters now. Uh, this is not a promotional opportunity, but uh, the Hollywood Reporter said Peter Dinklage is a revelation as uh, Cyrano. Check it out now for and your consideration, is, Cyrano. And, and who is Cyrano for those? Of you who don't Cyrano. It was a dude and there's another dude who couldn't say anything, got all sweaty. And then Cyrano said the stuff and this dude just uh, parroted what Cyrano said. He walked off with that sweet booty. Yeah. And that's the plot of Cyrano. And uh, again, this is not a, we, there's no, we're not, no one here is making any money off of this, but I do just want to say for your consideration, Cyrano, for all categories, best director, best actor, best picture, best cinematography. Uh, and best Cyrano. And best Cyrano. It'll skip. And what's Cyrano's say, if last does, name? If Cyrano doesn't sweep at the Cyrano's, something's yes. wrong. And is it called the Cyrano's because he has a big nose? We should bring on another person before things get too stupid. Yeah. Because they're already beginning to get stupid. And yeah. I can tell we're going to get stupider. Mm-hmm. Well, this is yeah. very exciting. The first person who uh, who wants your help uh, uh, is uh, listener Anthony. And Anthony has a, uh, a friend slash occasional housemate who he really wants to say something to, but he doesn't know how to say it. Uh, so let's help Anthony out. Here he comes. 
Hi, Anthony. Hello. Welcome to the show. Thank yes. you for having me. It's an honor. Yes, it's exciting to have you here, Anthony, and uh, and we we we're here to serve you today. Though you you we are not entertaining you today. Your friends on Double Threat are here at your beck and call. A tail. You you did see a tail. I saw the tail. Did you yeah. see that, Tom? You weren't paying attention. He's very no. Oh, I was. Yes, I was. Uh, sorry, you were focusing on doing your job. And I was getting distracted by fluffy things in the periphery of shots. <laughs> it's funny. You're just like, like uh, you weren't paying attention. I was like, yeah, I was focusing on the words I was trying to say for the podcast, not the cat that went by. <laughs> it's like, Tom, we need you to pay attention. Come on, wake up. Uh, wake up. A cat went by. And I'm like trying to properly set up the segment. <laughs> Come on, Tom, get your head in the game. You you literally said you weren't no, you're right. paying you're completely attention. Right. This is why we're a good <laughs> All I was doing was paying attention. I know. This is why we're a good cop. We're a good duo is because Tom will do the job and I will look for cats. <laughs> like, yeah. Just I'll like, notice there's kitties. There's got some cats in this guy's place. <laughs> If we were going knocking on people's door looking for a murderer, you'd be like, "Have you seen this man?" And I'll be like, "Tom, you'd be like, Tom, you'd be like, like I see look, a litter box, a kitty." <laughs> Sorry, Anthony. Oh my god, that was so funny. Um, I, I tried so hard to keep him out of frame. Treats were thrown at the other side. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. It's all right. You know what? You can't get past me. I'm very good at my job. No. And Tom is good at his job, but not my <laughs> job. that is. <laughs> no, I didn't see the cat. I want to see the cat. Though. Yeah, it's okay. I'll, I'll keep you. I'll keep you posted. Sure. So, Anthony, tell us what your your chat. You, you had a, a challenge with your housemate. Is that like your roommate? So I have a very good friend uh, who I just in case he hears this, I'm going to preface that I love him dearly. One of my closest and oldest friends in the world. Um, he lives a nomadic lifestyle. Uh, and occasionally will stay at my place, which I never have a problem with. Mm-hmm. However, um, I mean, he's always been kind of the hippy dippy type, but lately he's been really, really into astrology, like okay. to a point where we can't have a single conversation that isn't like, oh, well, you know, it's because mm-hmm. uh, Jupiter's fifth moon is here and you were born at this time, mm-hmm. um, which is bad enough. Uh, but now he's really into Bitcoin, which seems like the opposite uh. of hippy dippy. Um, and when I say uh, hippy dippy, he also um, prescribes me not only, hey, this is how you should feel and act and walk about the world on this day because of the moon or whatever. Um, he's also giving me uh, pills for stuff like these home, like oh, this homeopathic stuff. And my favorite is uh, I, I brought an example. Here. I don't know if you can see this. This one says bile. This is ox bile. My hippie friend is making me take ox bile because of uh, where Uranus is right now. And I also don't like that he says Uranus. He's got me saying it too. Mm-hmm. We, we all accepted that it's the funny the funny pronunciation. Yeah. Where where in the country are you? If I'm I in Los Angeles. You're in Los Angeles. What part of Los Angeles, if I can ask Lo- you that? Los Feliz. Ah. Fred 62, right? right? Yeah. Walk by it every day. Right? Squaresville. <laughs> totally. That one, That's 7-Eleven on the corner. There it is. Okay, got it. That weird 
open door garage gym that you hear all sorts of grunts and groans coming out of. <laughs> I hear it from when I'm sitting at House of Pies. I hear all the boy, they're really getting into it today. They're working out pretty hard over there. <laughs> yes, I will have another slice of. Are you sure that's not just from the bathroom of the House of Pies? <laughs> Those sounds well, aren't just coming they're, they're from the men's loud. room. It could. They might as well open up a second gym in that bathroom. Then I did walk by House of Pies this morning, and they do currently have a B rating. So yeah, it it makes sense mm-hmm. that those that's a huge leap from- up for them. Oh, I haven't yeah. been there yeah. in a while. We did it. We did it. <laughs> we got a Last B. Last time I went there, there was a mm-hmm. HOP rating, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, that's just House of Pies because they yeah. took off the the actual rating, which was really bad. I always love, like, I, have you ever seen when people fake restaurants have like taken the C and built a, and they try to make shift a new sign around it to hide the C rating. Like, oh, Pac-Man, that they, Pac-Man is yeah. hungry for our food and they connect yeah. the, yeah. have you ever seen that Brett? They're just like uh, cookies. Like they spell cookies down from the thing. And you like, look in the C is like, wait a minute. That C is not just for the first letter of the word cookies. That's their health code rating. Yeah. Someone wrote like for fun after an F, like F <laughs> for, fun. for yeah. fun. Yeah. Food for fun. Um, so Anthony, does this housemate pay you to live or to crash at your place? He does not. He, um, or there's pizza that's ordered occasionally. He has gifted me some lovely smelling candles. Okay. So he's a friend that occasionally crashes at your place. Correct. How occasionally? Like how frequently does he stay over? Um, For a couple of days at a time every few weeks or so. Okay. Oh, so he's okay. So he's like, he's there like a week out of a month maybe? Sure. But, the, okay. but the, you know, it's, it's kind of depends on. So along with, uh, so he usually, he crashes with a lot of people because he's, he's taken up a second gig as a pet sitter. And apparently we have a ton of friends who are always traveling who need their pets taken care of. Sure. So, um, I think he'll, he'll stay with me between those pet sitting gigs. So okay. it could be two days at a time. It could be a week at a time, but he doesn't pay. He doesn't help out with rent. No. Okay. So, so you just, this is just your friend who you feel is starting to bum his you out a little bit. Yeah, his personality is getting a little... Here's, the thing is, is he's he's very lovely and fun to hang out with. And my problem is uh, we can't have conversations that don't involve astrology. And no matter how like disinterested, I'm just kind of looking at him like, uh-huh, uh-huh. He just doesn't mm-hmm. get the hint. And I'm like, hey, remember when we used to talk about like music and movies and stuff? Mm-hmm. Let's get, let's get yeah. back to that. Mm-hmm. You can stay here I all mean, you want, but please, for the love of God, shut up about the planets and don't. So this doesn't really seem like a I'm annoyed that this guy's like staying over at my place for free kind of issue. This just sort of sounds like friends growing apart a little bit because of their interests and personality. Mm-hmm. Am I am I wrong about that? Um, I don't feel like it's growing apart. It's definitely like losing interest in having conversations. So maybe, yeah, maybe that is another way to put it. Uh, so, so you, you in, an, in a perfect world, you would say, hey, and you correct me if I'm wrong, you'd say, I'm, ex- I'm happy you find things that you're interested in and you have these passions and enthusiasms. And I'm I'm happy to talk about them, but it's not all I want to talk about. I think we can, there should be a, 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 a a limit on how much we talk about them and not every road has to go back to all of, to these themes that you are clearly Correct. enthusiastic about. 
And it seems like he's not taking any subtle cues of you changing mm-hmm. the subject. Oh, no, not, not at engaging. all. Well, it's like, oh, yes, it, I will pause this television show that I'm mm-hmm. watching for you to explain to me why you think this character is a Sagittarius. And Have this, you taken the, the, any of those pills that he gave you? Oh, absolutely not. It says bile on the bag. I'm terrified of them. And they smell awful. I mean, is there any reason to be concerned about him? Do you think he's changed in a way that's like, oh, I'm worried that he's, you know, under some undue influence? Oh, no, because he like it seems he seems so like excited about it, which is like why I'm like, I'll humor him and say, oh, yeah, yeah, totally planets. But because it's yeah, you can't humor him anymore. No, no, I'm I'm just and and. And I'm not trying to put your friend. Your friend might have developed an interest in the thing, and and they're overly enthusiastic about it because it's the 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 bl- bloom of a new a new par- part of their life, and they're mm. all fired up, and it's all they can think about. And it's like it's all they can't help it. But how long has this been going on in this friend's life? Like when did this stuff show up? Uh, about a year and. Uh, over a year now okay so it's definitely it's 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 not just a it's it's becoming like a life identifying it is who who they are yeah it is not just a thing that it's a passing fancy yeah and it's a covid specific phenomenon i mean it's mid-covid that he's changed and he's Mm -hmm. taken these appetites upon himself yes and definitely there was always an interest there but it's in yeah it's definitely in the last like year and a half where it's been like oh this is this is your life now it kind of seems right this is who he is yeah so how do we want to approach this julie well, I wouldn't necessarily advise Anthony to draft a new email or to make a phone call because I think it's a matter of being like reactive mm-hmm. when his friend brings something mm-hmm. up again that he's not interested in how he's mm-hmm. going to handle it when that happens again. There's one. These are the avenues I see available. One would be as if, Anthony, if you started talking about something that would drive this friend bonkers that you pretend to be enthusiastic about if you start talking about say hockey and i know you (laughs) maybe you don't know two things about hockey but you just regurgitate things about it make things up who knows your friend doesn't know about hockey maybe you don't i certainly don't but you just and then you just kind of show them what it looks like Mm -hmm. when somebody talks about one thing over and over and wait till the, your friend goes, hey, would you mind maybe uh, ease up on the hockey talk? And you go, oh, yeah, well, maybe you ease up on the maybe would, talk. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, so uh, uh, Martin Brodeur, what was it? Was his thing uh, uh, Jupiter uh, descending? Uh, like, <laughs> See, that's the thing, guys. I need, I need, a, cute, I need a few key names and mm-hmm. I'll like look up there mm-hmm. and some but look, stats. That's, but that's one approach. I'm not saying that's the approach. That, that and that one is a is slightly has an edge to it. I would say it's not maybe not the nicest approach. To be like, well, I'm going to show you because ultimately you're saying I'm acting as annoying as you are is what you'd be saying. Another thing you could do is make up a story that like you or a friend of yours lost all of his money in Bitcoin, so you can't talk about it. Mm-hmm. You could say, you know, I mm-hmm. really can't, I'd re- really rather mm-hmm. not talk about this because maybe it would help to be vague. You could mm-hmm. say, because something happened and I'm just really not comfortable. And then the more he asks, the more you can break down or be like, you know, 
mm-hmm. more defensive about it, but just to make up a reason to be like, I can't talk about this. Mm-hmm. Once yeah. I've learned to cry on command, it's over for him. But until You're then, not going to cry on command. And, and no one's asking you to do that, Andrew. It's, it's I, one of the great actors <laughs> can't even do that. Another possibility would be an air horn that you just <laughs> blow as when you've had enough. You just go, <laughs> and you go, oh. Yeah, that's my new thing. You go, that's my new thing. When I'm tired of hearing about a certain thing, I blow an air horn. <laughs> and you or just you say get one of those. Bluntly. Yeah. Oh, I didn't tell you about this. My new thing. It's an air horn. Like, no, it's fine. Just keep going with what you were saying again. I'd be like, well, you know, I was looking at the charts. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did it again. That's because I, I blow it every time I'm tired about hearing about a certain thing. Why? And I go on. What do you, what, what's the next thing you want to talk about? <laughs> Until they finally change the subject. Be like, did you see House of Gucci? Fine, we'll talk about movies now. And then you'll be like, great, we're back to the way we used to be. You could start with like a cool Ted Lasso whistle if you don't want to go right to the air horn. (laughs) Yeah. I genuinely do still have a a Vuvuzela in storage from 2010 when that was a popular thing. When your your World Cup is showing, as, as as they would. You know how in movies, uh, when somebody gets they, somebody will get hit in the head and they forget everything, and they get hit in the head again, they remember everything. I was mm-hmm. thinking if 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 we're thinking maybe that COVID was a catalyst for this behavior, maybe you could trick uh, him into thinking that COVID is over. Um, so maybe like you know create like fake uh, newspaper headlines or things like that, like convince him <laughs> mm-hmm. to think that COVID is in the past, and then maybe he'll just naturally sort of come out of this uh, this. Uh, Mm-hmm. you know phase Brett that is the most sinister pitch ever you're like things yeah. are fine and take his masks away and make sure he like yeah we're all good it's over what you didn't hear what are you a loser yeah what are you stupid what, this the, is a very the planets, like you, the planets didn't tell you that it was over and, and by yeah, the, the way we should mention that it was that over Brett is very anti he's not team young he's team he's team Rogan mm-hmm yeah, boy, Brett, I'm, I'm having a great week with. Uh, I tweeted with a thing your about Spotify it. stock. Well, no, just said Neil Young. Stock. I've gotten more people not giving me people. Apparently, pandemic is over, according to the people tweeting at me all week for. Oh, great! You're in that ring. Yeah. Well, if you can if you can judge a man by his enemies, Tom, this is just another notch in your belt because all those people are freaking oh, morons. Well, Brett, I don't care. Brett, I'm too blessed to be stressed. <laughs> And stressed is dessert spelled backwards. And it is. It is. Yes. And that's why you see me at House of Pies. <laughs> playing on my head. Playing, playing Neil Young from my little from my my little speaker at House of Pies. My serious advice to you, Anthony, is I think the two of you are perhaps growing apart. And the nice thing is that if he's crashing, you have a very easy out, which is you go to your bedroom and you close the door. If a conversation is getting a little much. Mm-hmm. And there's also a nice way to say like, hey, you know what, man? Like, I'm not into the astrology talk as much mm-hmm. as you are. That's what I I think there's a way to do it in a where you slip it in and it's like a. It's like a time release uh, pill that will hit him later where he'll just be laying in bed. He'll go, wait a minute. Does Anthony think I'm boring with that stuff? <laughs> like, 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 just be like, or what if you make up another friend? You're like, I, I don't want to name names, 
but someone we both know thinks it's so boring when you talk about it. So, and you're not lying because you both know you. <laughs> you're like a friend. I'm not going to name names, but one of our friends thinks you talk about it too much and it's boring and you just got to, you just got to calm down with it. I'm not going to say who it was. It, and I can kind of double down on like, it's certainly not me. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's between you and your God. But you point, um, but you say it's certainly not me. But when you point to yourself, you're pointing like you make sure your finger just goes like at an angle. So it's like past you. So you, they're crossed, but you can't see that. Yeah. He can't see that they're crossed. I mean, you have to practice in the mirror. Yeah. What you do is you go reverse mirror. You say it's certainly not this guy, but you point your finger as if it's pat right in front of you. <laughs> but then it, because it's crossed, it goes around. Yeah. So it does end up pointing at you. Mm-hmm. Look, I, 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 in all seriousness, people go down roads and this has not been an easy time for people's brains and everybody's grabbing onto anything that can make the world make a little more sense to them. And unfortunately, some people don't know when enough is enough with it in relation to the other people in their lives. And sometimes people just have to know that like he do you do you feel your friend has any idea that this is how this stuff lay uh lays uh doesn't seem when. like he's very self-aware i yeah. guess i i don't i don't uh react in a negative enough way or mm-hmm. try to change the subject where it's like from his from his end it's like oh anthony's interested because he's letting me talk about this well then, then yeah then you have a little bit of control over this situation is you are 100 percent entitled to express how this makes you feel. And it does not have to be presented as a hurtful thing or a judgmental thing. You're just saying, Hey, I just got to say you're way more into that stuff than I am. I just can't hang with it as much as you, you can. I'm cool talking about it a little bit. I just can't talk about it as because it's not my thing. And start taking those pills. Maybe you'll get high. Well, that's the other thing. And then and do it while while you're saying what I just said. Be just putting bile pills in your yeah, mouth. Gobble, gobble down the whole Ziploc. And it'll be like, no, go, not all at once. Go. Yeah, I mean, look, you're not into it, but as much as I am. Well, Pour it down your throat like you're a cartoon good. character. What if you really like the bile pills? That's what I'm afraid of. And you're going to be like. You'd be like, hey, you got any more of those bio pills? It'd be like, only if I can tell you about Saturn. Win-win. Fine. Did we solve your problem? You did, absolutely. And if and if you know any of that doesn't work, I do like the air horn idea. Well, it's an and, not an or. Or you get more into it than your friend and you just freak him out. Suddenly you walk in dressed in like a wizard's robe Sorcerer's and you're gown. just like, yeah, with like the moon and stars all over it. Like, like what Jimmy Page like, would wear on stage oh, in 1975. Like, like, like bread in the kitchen, bread in the kitchen with his, <laughs> with his tinctures. <laughs> Anthony, thank you for coming on the show. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for having me. This was very Good helpful. luck with your your pills and your cats and let us know how you made out also 
I will. I'm I'm seriously going to consider how I approach the next time I'm I'm cornered in my mm-hmm. own apartment about Sure. Yeah, it's your apartment. You've got you could always close the door. Yeah. But the thing is something does have to change. This is this is seems like it's really starting to get to you. And if you're growing apart, that's okay. Yeah. yeah. People change it doesn't mean that you can't circle back in the future. You know, it's a weird time right now. Mhm. Yeah, this is this has truly been an honor to, to to meet you both, and and you're you're just both so amazing and funny, and your books are incredible, and truly, oh this God. is this is an honor. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks very much. And if I was to record a little bumper for this, would you, would you prefer, uh, like, I was thinking, you've been Cyranode or you've been De Bergeract? Which one is... The uh, Cyranode! De Bergeract okay. is yeah. so awkward. De Bergeract. De Bergeract. You've been De Bergeract? It's, like, no, so awkward. <laughs> De Bergeract and shellac, like, chopped yeah. and screwed. Yeah. You got Cyranode. <laughs> Yeah. Wait, Tom, let's say it at the same yeah. time. Ready? No. One. Okay, ready? Two, three. You. you got... <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Okay. <laughs> ready? <laughs> One, One, two, two three. Three. You. You. Got. got... <laughs> you... <laughs> I'm thinking you're cute. I'm trying okay, to here mirror we go. you. Okay. I'm going to run this. I'm going to run this. Here we go. So I'm ready. I'm ready for okay. my direction, Mr. DeMille. One, two, three. You, you got, got Cyrano. Okay. I'm going to go like, I'm going to open my hands when we say you. Ready? Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do like, uh, like, uh. Like uh, what's Roy his face? Thing? No, with Roy the hands Schneider? on the eyes. I'm gonna Guillermo oh, del Toro. Oh, Guillermo, it. yeah, yeah. I'm gonna um, pans labyrinth it. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. One, mm-hmm. two, three. You, you got, got Cyrano'd. Well, Brett can you can match those? Yeah, up, that's right? perfect. Yeah, I'll match it up. <laughs> I can I get, we can did I get a good a, job. Can I get one you for did. Redhead Redemption as well? Can I get a little yeah. bumper for Redhead Redemption? Well, this should just be Julie because I no, it has to be both of us, or I won't do it. Okay, then we'll do it. Okay. Okay. You one. do the same. Do the same. Okay. Um, do the panzel labyrinth hands. And we're gonna say it like this: Redhead Redemption. Okay. Ready? Yep. One, two, three. Red. Red. Head. Redemption. There it is. Great. great. That was great. That was really good. Thank you, Brett. What are you driving these days, Brett? Uh, my wife and I share a Kia Forte. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. It's just funny. I don't know anything about cars. Mm-hmm. I'm not like, oh, cute. Like, I don't know what that means, but it's mm-hmm. just funny. I like specifics, I guess. Yeah. No, it's pre- Kia Forte is pretty fancy car. It's probably the sticker price is like uh, two hundred eighty grand on that, and uh, so they're living pretty good over there. We actually got the souped up version too, the XL, so it's about three fifty. Yeah, that's three three fifty yeah. easy. Yeah, no Tori Yorgi, eh? <sighs> not yet. Still holding out hope. Oh, we're not Ellen. Yeah, we're gonna be doing our show next year. That's the difference between us and Ellen. Yeah, that's true. Let's bring in our next. Uh, oh yeah, let's bring our next guest. <laughs>
So uh, the next guest we've got uh, who's going to get Cyrano'd uh, by Tom and Julie is um, listener Justin. And Justin has an issue uh, at work that he would like to discuss with you, something that he needs to say to his uh, 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 boss, I think, but doesn't quite know how to say it. Uh, So let's bring on Justin right now. Hello. Hi, Justin. How are you? Oh, I'm doing very well. How about you all? Good. Very good. Where where in the world are you, Justin, if you don't mind us asking? I am right outside of Portland, Oregon, in Gresham. Ah. Uh, the Rose City, they call it. It most certainly is. Yes. Who's your favorite person from Portland of note? Oh, um, well, he's not really... F- uh, well, Portland adjacent, but Tom Robbins, the author. Sure, the author. Oh, yeah. yes. But I, but I think I think he, technically he's from Seattle, but I'm I'm really drawing a blank on who's from here. So, um, mm-hmm. who would be from there? Uh, Pig Champion from uh, Poison Idea. Oh, right, there. right. That's right. The great Poison Idea. Uh, yeah. No, a lot of a lot of. Uh, 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 Joe Prisbilla played for the uh, Portland Trailblazers. His nickname was the Vanilla Gorilla. Everybody <laughs> loved him. Um, Arvita Sabonis. Arvita Sabonis. Yes. And, and uh, oh, the Everclear guy, Art Alex Coxix. Yes. yes. Father of mine. <laughs> do, do you remember that one? Father one of mine. I- one time no, I fell on my Art Alex Coxix. Yeah, you. See, I remember. Remember you slipped on the ice and you you fractured I your Art Alex Coxix. My Alex Coxix. There's nothing they can do about that. You just got to let that heal. So tell us about your quandary, Justin. Right? Yes. Yes. Tell us about your situation. You have a situation with your boss. I do. So he has been my boss for like the past five years, but I've been working. So I make soap um, professionally. It's not um, like out of a kitchen or anything, but um, Mm -hmm. so he purchased the company five years ago, but really hasn't bothered to learn how to run it or how. Are you Dr. Bronner? No. Oh, okay. Just wanted to make sure because (laughs) if you are, I need a doctor's advice on a few things, but that's all right. I've, so, I've been asked. So, I've been asked pretty much everything. Like, what does this mm-hmm. look like to you? Can this go inside? Can this go outside? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's good to know. Um, mm-hmm. So somebody bought your company and they don't know what they're doing, right? But I never owned that company. Um, okay. the, 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 the company I currently work for, I'm, I I don't own it. I've just and, developed and, uh, the, the product. How big of a how big of a, a, a company is this? Uh, currently, there's only four of us there. Okay, um, but um, it's it's we're nationally sold. We're sold in New York, um, mm-hmm. all up and down the West Coast. So mm-hmm. it's it's pretty wide reaching. Sure. And have you ever given any thought to if somebody made a bar of soap, but it was actually like a cookie, and you're just like people like I'm going to eat this soap, and then you're like like no no. no you idiot don't eat it and you're like rah, rah, rah. it's like it was a cookie you moron sometimes i think i know what well sometimes i think i know what tom's about to say and sometimes i don't well i, I make a soap with chocolate in it and um, it, it smells very edible and but i've not really run into the to the quandary of someone thinking it's good enough to eat well 
Speaking of edible, if you were to put weed in a bar of soap, could people get high from rubbing it on their body? You can't get high from skin with that, right? I don't think so. Um, it's it's something I've never <laughs> never even thought of. I'm just trying to expand um, the brand. Justin. Well, I know. I well, I know that some people put CBD in their soap, mm-hmm. but um, okay. I think the, the I'm jury's skeptical. Still kind of I'm CB. I'm CB skeptical. Mm-hmm. Well, and like, really, how much of an effect does it have? You know, being absorbed sure. through your skin versus taken internally. It's. It's. Mm-hmm. I, I mm-hmm. think it's more anecdotal at this point. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. So, what do we have to tell your boss for for them to get their shit together? Because, yeah, like, what are the concerns with this? They don't know. They they literally don't have a an a a feel for how the product is made and what that or, what that requires from you. What are what are the concerns? Like what what has brought you here? Well, the concerns are. Um, so he's watched me make it a few times, mm-hmm. but it's an in depth process. And like when you when you're making like five five hundred bars a day, um, and you know the batch you make today has to resemble the same batch of that of that flavor that you made two years ago three years ago you know you, you have to have that consistency sure. it's not a bake sale <laughs> he it's just not a comes in with a hatchet and he's like bah, bah, bah. Bars, so he's, he's saying go faster cube, why are we not going bar. faster and you're you're focused on quality control well it's it's quality control and actually knowing what the soap what the different types of soap does and actually what mm-hmm. goes into the soap mm-hmm. um there's there have been changes throughout the years and he has not made sure that the labels reflect those changes. Okay. And so people are, you know, kind of buying things that, um, if they have a skin allergy their butts. or, or mm. if they're allergic to an, um, to a certain oh, that's ingredient, bad. right. Gold, that's bad. Mm-hmm. So, and it's been, I brought it up so many times, but I've started my own company last year and I'm going to be departing, but I don't, I wish him all the success. And oh, you're gonna we're we gonna write Tom. Are we gonna write a send off email? Oh, this is good. Is this is this a farewell? Is this a take this job and shove it? And by the way, almond oil is in the following bars. <laughs> I, and mm-hmm. almond oil is one of the issues. Yeah. Oh, I knew it. I knew it. And actually, quitting is not the hard part. Like I've quit via PowerPoint presentation jobs before, so it's mm-hmm. it's not that. It's Justin I want to savage. Convey. Well, it. Um, but but with this guy, I, I honestly do wish the best. I mm-hmm. know that he put a lot of money into it, and um, yeah, I don't wish him any will ill, but I want him to do the right thing. So, the, so the, your your parting message would be. I am. You're. You're basically saying, I'm. I'm leaving this company. I'm moving on. Thank you for everything. It has been a great time. But I do want to say, as a soap maker, I feel there are certain things that you should be mindful of when you are a soap. When you're a soap seller, when it comes to the our, our the consumer base, that you there, there's a certain responsibility that you are not respecting and acknowledging exactly exactly some some words of wisdom as i depart right basically Mm -hmm. i love it don't want to end on any ill will um brett open an email we got this yeah (laughs) open an email brett i'll get an email but but i do want to pitch one idea first if before this email 
you get a friend of yours comes in, cover their face in ketchup, and they're screaming, <laughs> I used the soap and you didn't tell me that this was in it. And you go, wait, it wasn't on the label? What? And then, then you pretend to beat that person to death and you throw them in a trunk and then you go to the owner and you go, look, we're in this together now. You got to fix these labels, you idiot. I took I took care of this body. Yeah, I took I'm care gonna, of this body. I'll dispose of I'll the take, body. I'll dispose you, of the body, yeah. but you be responsible from this point on. You just got to do the labels. Like, <laughs> That's actually pretty good. I would just, my only like note on that is to make sure that you save enough ketchup for his mouth so he could spit it as well as not to yeah, be like. Yes, no, yeah. there needs to be like a, it's a enough ketchup to get, so you have some on you go, this blood is the blood. This is the blood is on your hands. And then you literally wipe it on his hands. You go, don't taste that blood. It's because it's don't, blood, or smell not ketchup. It. Or don't rub it on a hamburger. Yeah. And then you hear Brian Cox's voice in your mouth going, ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Those McDonald's commercials are the. I, I see them all the time now that you pointed them out to me. So you like chicken McNuggets? Chicken McNuggets. They're pretty good to dip. It's like the the like the episode of Succession. The kids will watch the commercial. They go, "Dad's dead. We got the company. Yay! End of series." No, it's a fun thing because I died doing a McDonald's voiceover. They replaced they replaced the Fry Guys with Dad. <laughs> Tom, <laughs> what do you think of that as a succession finale? That it's a it takes place in a, a, a McDonald's playland. I love it. I think that's how yeah. succession should end. Dear boss. <laughs> Brett. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that's just the the thing here. Dear Brett. boss, uh, that the, that section. Who the of hell the email- were you texting, <laughs> Brett? Brett. Ah, sorry, sorry about that, Ed. I was just uh, just texting with Tim, telling him he did a great job on the show. Oh no, that's fine. Oh! Of course, that's fine. Yeah, let's 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 put a bow on that segment by all means. <laughs> Dear boss. So, and you can fill that in later, Justin, with the specifics. Gotcha. As I depart, as I as I fondly say goodbye to blank years, uh, in in um, as your colleague, mm-hmm. I do so with um a bittersweet something. Mm-hmm. Um, I I. I admit to feeling I ad- I admit to this being a bittersweet occasion. Yes. I'm so glad that we spent this time together learning and growing and getting to know you. I truly think something that you compliment them on. I think that, you know, whatever, like you're a good person or you're good at like this or whatever. Okay. However, I would be remiss in my loyalty to this brand to which I feel so much uh so much so much so much pride. Yes, in which I take so much pride. Mm-hmm. If I did not 
Leave and then behind. Put, and put, put um, in parentheses, not white pride. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And then Ooh. if you could hyperlink to the video of Rupert Pupkin saying, you want to see a picture of my pride and joy from King of Comedy? Yeah, like a hyperlink to that clip. Yeah, that would be fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's always the best thing is clickable. To, to represent <laughs> yourself as Rupert Pupkin to someone yeah. that like. <laughs> yeah, a resignation letter that invokes Rupert Pupkin, somebody who Stalker, took. Stalker, kidnapper. Yeah. Sorry, what words are being hyperlinked? Is white pride being hyperlinked to King No, of that's okay, confusing. Sorry. Yeah. Those those two words pack enough Just of a punch pride. without a link. You know, no one want, and also, would you click on this that is, link? Oh, this is what you're going to say, Brett. Here we go. He would. I'd be remiss in, in which I take so much pride and joy. Mm-hmm. No, no, leave that. Leave, leave that. Leave that. And joy. And right. Not white pride. Now, close parentheses. Second, open a second parentheses. Not joy, Behar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Perfect. If I did not mm-hmm. accompany my departure with some loving thoughts, mm-hmm. some loving words of wisdom, yes. some loving words of what I hope you will take in the spirit in which they were meant, or some loving words of wisdom, which I hope you will take in the spirit which they are meant which is a spooky Halloween spirit. Just kidding. <laughs> okay. Now is your say, turn. Say, Justin, say, I'm probably going to go. Your- well, let me just say one thing with the after just kidding, say in open parentheses, I'm for Halloween this year. I'm going to go as that woman that got hit by the car. <laughs> And it goes that news that news woman Tori, that got hit Tori by Yorgi, who's too busy yeah. to go on double threat. Yeah, because... oh. yeah. I know it's it's upsetting, Justin. I'm sorry. There you go. Live on on TV. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> now, Justin, we're going to hand you the the microphone, and you're going to take over and give us some bullet points, and then we'll finesse them later. But tell us what your grievances are. Okay. Um... Accuracy of labeling. Accuracy of label. Okay. Make ac- make labels accurate. How about that? Mm-hmm. Like we're going to put them in terms of a command. Okay. Brett, are you there? Yes. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> oh, no, no, Julie. Tim had a question about. Uh, <laughs> about the band Commonwealth? When, yeah, he wanted to. He, no, he Brett wanted to was talk asking about, about Commonwealth. He was. Right. right. He wanted to talk more about some some crowd rock with Brett and was asking, uh, so you're going to see craft work when they come around? I wonder what it's going to be like since Florian died. I wonder what that's going to be. It's still worth seeing, though, right? Because the legacy, I mean, is what matters. And those guys were never big on just uh, their identities being such that the music really did the talking. Speaking of. All right. All right, accuracy of labels. Make the labels more accurate. We'll just say make the labels accurate. This is just shorthand. We'll we'll finesse it in a minute. So labels is like a numbered list of things to Yes. List? Yes. Okay. Yes. Labels and website because those mm-hmm. two do not match either. Do okay. make that number 2. Make yeah. the website accurate. 
this list needs to to this he needs to see each of these points. He can't just smush he can't smush labels them together. and website together. This dipstick is got you gotta unpack the suitcase for him and say, <laughs> These are your socks. What's the next point? Don't put um, them on your hands. <laughs> cleaning up after yourself. Oh, and as Ironic. a soap and as a soapman, this Ironic is something you can say. Yeah. And as a soap, put this in bread. And as a soapman, parentheses, parentheses. And as a soapman, no, it's part of number three. And as a soapman, I should know a thing or two about clean. Yeah. <laughs> and then like 12 exclamation points. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Great. Next. Next, um, know what you're talking about when you talk to customers. Oh, oh no! Wait, okay, know what you're talking about when you talk to customers. And then I would say, like, and again, we'll finesse this later, or we won't. But I was just gonna say, like, period. Without customers, we are nothing. Or without customers, we are hobbyists. How about that? Is that is that <laughs> we, are even mere, like, we are mere hobbyists? We are mere hobbyists. Hobbyist. Read, read my mind. Okay. All right, next. We've got that BSP going, right, Brett? <laughs> What's that? Brett sensory perception. <laughs> <laughs> that he wrote mirror. He was tapped into our wavelength, Julie. I love it. Like the fury. No, which makes up for when he's busy texting the anchorman. What are you asking Tim. for a job? <laughs> Hey, Tim, any interest in doing a podcast on Forever Dog? Yeah, sorry. Tim's got a question about the swell maps. Let me just, I just got to get back to him real quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm beginning to be like, wait, why is Tim on the show? Is Brett just friends with him? Yeah. My pal. Don't stop booking your friends, Brett. Yeah, without customers, we are mere hobbyists. What's, What's next? What's the next concern? Justin? Well, I would say um, don't, don't, misrepresent or um over exaggerate what we do like um so we make um solid shampoo and he then gotten it got it into his mind that oh well we've saved eight hundred thousand plastic bottles going into the landfill mm-hmm. uh, it's like yeah. well um there's <laughs> what mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah so just yeah. be like we make soap we're not freaking sorcerers. Right. Yeah. He has, re- he has referenced to himself as the wizard before. So that's stop <laughs> calling yourself the wizard. Yes. Period. Stop yeah. calling Number yourself set. the Number wizard. Six. Stop calling yourself. Well, stop refer- yeah. Yeah. He had You're not a wizard. It should. Yeah. He had the sign up saying, don't bother the person behind the, behind the, oh. the curtain. And I said, well, wasn't the, the whole, purpose of the wizard like he was mm-hmm. a con no, man bar- justin like, yeah. you're barking so up why? the wrong soap you're barking yeah. up the wrong soap for this yeah <laughs> someone did not get the ending of the w of yeah. o no i just didn't get to the end yet this wizard's gonna be something else though <laughs> i just have a feeling boy i can't imagine how almighty the wizard is gonna be in this movie i never got to the end though his whole thing is like when we there's like they never, they never met the wizard. Yeah, you stopped it. Well, did you see the whole movie? No. Why am I supposed? Yeah, to? Yeah, I saw it. There was no wizard. There was just this yeah. guy, and that wasn't yeah, a wizard. Like, it's like, yeah. I guess they're saving it for the sequel. Yeah. 
That's my of dumb course. guy voice. Yeah. <laughs> That's your dumb guy Any- voice. Anything else, Justin? I would say last and and most egregious of all, no more Jimmy Fallon links in with the social media oh. for the company. Mm. Like he'll put in like, oh, this is how the soap's made and have a picture of like, you know, him doing his thing. And it's like, that's not how the soap's made at all. And yeah. Wow. That's a. I, I've, I've had to unfollow everything because it's just too depressing. Ah, I me mean, so cool. We, we, we're out of the thing. We're making soap. Ah, oh, man, it's so awesome. Ah, I, I, I'm gonna just, uh, I, Jay, me and Jake Gilhar gonna throw a football, some, some, uh, some, some glass oh, panes, see who can break a, break a glass panes. <laughs> I can play beer pong with Michael Chiklis. That's so awesome. <laughs> okay. I, let's start from the end. So no more Jimmy Fallon gives on our social media accounts, period. Jimmy yeah. Fallon. Jimmy Fallon. No, this is all part of seven. First. You could probably yeah. move <laughs> put Jimmy Fallon first. up to yeah. point number one. Yeah. On the, let's put that at number one. <laughs> Jimmy Fallon, unlike olive oil, is not a neutral, is not a neutral base. Mm-hmm. He is a strong flavor. <laughs> He is a he is a strong flavor that some like and some don't. And if you are insinuating that he is the face of our brand, you've really got a pair of cojones. No, mm-hmm. you've and, and and if you are insinuating that he is the face of our brand, we're missing out on a lot of people that don't that simply do not like the guy, even though he certainly seems like he's having a lot of fun. Yes. Also, there are so many other things that you can use for that you can use gifts of. What about that dog jumping in a leaf pile? What about that dog who jumps in a leaf pile? Question mark. What about gritty flossing? Mm-hmm. What about Kelsey Grammer falling off the stage? <laughs> what about Kelsey Grammer falling off the stage? <laughs> To name a few. This is beside the point, but are you at least sort of like moderately impressed by the accuracy and speed of my typing? Oh, no, I'm blown away by this. Great. Okay. I was okay. going to compliment. I'm feeling really amazing. good about it right now. No, no, okay, no. Yeah, I just yeah, figured yeah. In, due, awesome. in due time, it was it was not much much like uh, just much like five minutes ago was not Tim's moment, uh, despite what other people here think. Um, I was going to say this was not your moment to get complimented on the typing. <laughs> It's Justin's moment right now. Sorry. So, no, and I'm sure Tim appreciates how quickly you text him back. Yeah, no. Hey, Tim, what you watching TV? <laughs> this game sucks, huh? Uh, so I think you could now say it, that it's maybe something to say. Like it has been, it, it, like despite these issues, it has been, a, it has been a. It has been a pleasure to work here, and I wish you no. I sincerely wish you nothing but the best going forward. Wonderful. But then, but here's why. I go one more thing. You say that said, I am going to run you out of business, mm-hmm. and and buy your company for ten cents on the dollar. <laughs> burn it, burn it down, <laughs> and then use the. Mm-hmm lot where it stood as a place to store my dressage horses. <laughs> yeah. And now just say in quotes, 
a little bit of soap will never wash away my tears. Do you know that song, Julie? I don't. Who's that? It's a oh, it's a fifties uh, song. Is it by like the? J- I forget who it's by. Begins with a J, I think. Do you know that song, Brett? Brett, I was okay. Muted. Sorry, the Jarmels, I think. The Jarmels. There you go. Can you play a second of the song for us, Brett? <laughs> Do you know this song, Justin? You clearly know I, this song. You don't. I, I don't know this song. Seems like it'd be one of these things man? you're sick of. <laughs> A little bit of soap will wash away your lipstick on my face. But a little bit of soap will never, 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 ever erase the pain in my heart and my eyes as I go through the lonely hills. A little bit of soap will never wash away my tears. Thank you, Brent. That's a great song. Actually, I think this that song was sampled in um, De La Soul uh, sampled it, and uh, Del the Funky Homo Sapien in um, uh, um, If You Must. Mm-hmm. Well, De La Soul sampled it at the end on Three Feet High and Rising is the first place I heard it, but that yeah. that makes sense. All I think it, I think it's it's a it's a it's a somewhat used uh, sample. Gotcha. You have a cat, Justin. Two cats. Oh. Two little sweethearts. Um, but yeah, right before I joined, um, one was up here, but found somewhere else to sleep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You ever use your soap on those cats? No. I have a I have a no water shampoo that I use on Jimmy sometimes. It's like foam. Ah. It has oatmeal in it. Well, I know um, uh, a lot of essential oils can be lethal to cats. So I'm, I, I know I get. Uh, this is not lethal to him, Justin. He's fine. Oh, oh no. It's, just it's because just you like, didn't make it doesn't mean that I'm using poison on my baby boy. No, no. But I, I get. Maybe off. you should make soap for cats. Well, I've I've been asked that before. Um, cats are just very particular. Um, um, I've well, this is what you do. You, you get the foam in your hand, you go, da, 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 and then all of a sudden you pet him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm sorry. No, and I, he I, goes, I, oh, shit. And he, like, we, he wiggles his way through it. Julie, but by then it's too late. you want me to what? make you some cat soap? I'll whip you up some yes. cat soap. With I'll, what? I'll just, what we're going to do is go, go get some uh, Dove Irish Spring, melt it on the stove, throw some Meow Mix in there, and I'll put it in the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> then I'll just send you a giant block. If you put the meow mix in it, it would definitely exfoliate. So I mean, it get a little grit in there. I'll smash up some meow mix, <laughs> throw it in there, freeze it, and you get a nice giant three pound block of soap. Are you gonna put it in a mold? Like a- yeah, it's going to be it's going to be uh, pot shaped. It's from the pot that I pour the stuff in. <laughs> That's the mold for you. It'd be a nice, know, nice, be a nice, and I'm, I'm just going to send it in the pot also. I'm not even going <laughs> to. You may as well put a wick in there too, just sure. in case I decide okay. to use it as a candle. I'll put instead. a wick in there and also put a copy of John Wick in there. Blu-ray, John Wick Blu-ray. <laughs> I'll smash that up. You'll be like, my cat got, Jimmy Jazz got cut up. What was in there? Oh, He's a, not going to get, oh my gosh. Oh, uh, that was probably the John Wick Blu-ray I smashed up. 
When we make scented candles, that could be yours. Yeah. I'll go from dog soap to cat soap. There you go. So you already make dog soap? Yes. Yes. That's what we call a cateral move. <laughs> it's uh, basically a lot of eucalyptus and trinella, um, um, lemon eucalyptus, some cedar, just, just things that... Sorry, I, Justin. I, I wanted Justin? to hang Brett out to dry on that one. I really, and I really not laugh at it. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a cateral move. I'm sorry to step over you, Justin. I didn't catch cateral. I thought I, yeah. I, I just heard lateral. I'm yeah. Didn't even hear cateral move. <laughs> yeah. Oh, both of you. Both yeah. of you like Did Tim okay, write that one? Fine. Did you write that yes, one, or did Tim the- write it? <laughs> is Tim texting these to you? See your is he your Bruce Valanche? Tim's still in the waiting room. He's giving me little. He's yeah. still in my ear. Brett, Brett, Catterall move. Brett, say Catterall move. Uh, this was goodbye, the, Justin. <laughs> thank, thank, yes, goodbye, Justin. Goodbye. Thank you for coming on, Justin. It was a thank lot you of so much, was, Tom. You know, best of luck, Brett. and best of luck to you with the new soap company. Thank you so much. I greatly appreciate it. Bye bye. Bye. All right. Uh, so the last listener we've got here uh, for you guys to Cyrano is um, uh, she wasn't able to call in because she's uh, working on Saturdays, uh, but she had a great request here that I thought you guys could really help out with. Uh, so this is from Jennifer and uh, Jennifer. Uh, she says, I don't know. I don't know how to tell my husband gorilla that I'd like to see him in a V-neck sweater. Uh, and I, I asked her for some clarification. Her husband, uh, his name really? is... Really? You is, asked her for clarification? This seems pretty self-explanatory. Just kidding. It's a little weird. Go ahead. Her, her husband's uh, legal name is... He changed it to Gorilla. It was his nickname, but it had stuck so much. So many people called him that, that he just changed it to his legal okay. name. Um, so uh, she wants to uh, tell her husband, Gorilla, to, to um, try out V-neck sweaters um, not a deep V, but like a tasteful, modest V. She referenced Robert Smith as like a as like a template here. Um, but Gorilla has been resistant for the past couple of decades. Um, uh, she says maybe his style is is not you know kind of up to par where she wants it. So this V neck is kind of like a first move in the direction that she would like okay, him to go. Here we in. go. Dress wise, open yeah. it up. Open. Oh, we're gonna record it. Oh, that's right. We're recording. Yeah, if you, if you guys could record a message like to Gorilla that she could then play for him. Okay. Um, or maybe she just says it herself. I don't know, but you yeah. know, that's what she asked okay. for. We're gonna we'll record something that she can play for Gorilla. Yeah, she could say, "Listen to this new podcast," then stick headphones in his ears and yeah. run away. All right, are you ready, Julie? Welcome to What Should Gorilla Wear, the podcast where we talk about what gorilla should and shouldn't wear. Hi, Tom. Hi, Julie. And this is an exciting episode of the show because we're going to get into what gorilla uh, should and shouldn't wear in relation to shirts today. And one of the things I was thinking that might be really cool to see gorilla in would be a V-neck shirt. What do you think of that, Tom? I think it'd be great. I would love to see gorilla wear uh, a V, not a deep V. No. But maybe along the lines of it, what, what is there any kind of uh, entertainer or celebrity you feel would be a good role model for for Gorilla to to uh, model his style after? Yes, but I forgot. Robert Smith. Robert Smith from The Cure. No, from The Jinx. Oh, that's Robert Durst. <laughs> 
Oh, that's Fred Durst from The Cure. Yeah. No, it would be, um, yes, Robert Smith from The Cure. The Cure to for v. What Ails Ya, which is yeah. to break stuff. Yes, and that's a, yeah, that, uh, but I would say the thing you won't break if you wear a nice Robert Smith style V is your, uh, your wife's heart. And she just wants to see you look nice, Gorilla. So please buy a V-neck or let her buy one for you and wear it. Yeah, and give it a shot, Gorilla. It's exciting to try new things on a clothes. Look, Gorilla, you were willing enough to change your name to Gorilla. Yeah. So you clearly have the spirit in you that you are open to change when, when it makes sense to you. Let this make sense to you, Gorilla. Put a freaking V-neck on. Put on a freaking V-neck. Come on, Gorilla. Just put a freaking V-neck on. What's a what's a big deal? What's the big ruckus? Yeah. What's the big goddamn deal? Put a freaking V-neck on. Put a freaking V-neck on your body. For once in your life, Gorilla, what's the goddamn deal? Put a freaking V-neck on, huh? Put on a freaking V-neck and stop being a baby. Yeah. Come on, Gorilla. This episode was brought to you by Stamps.com Stamps.com slash Ivermectin Get your Ivermectin shipped to you overnight thanks to Stamps.com Lick the back of the stamps we send you Is Ivermectin on the back of them? Yes Who knows? Not me I've got a Look, internally we've got a pretty good uh idea that there's not ivermectin on the back of those stamps but who knows anything can happen anything can happen how was that i think that was great that was lie to us brett oh that was fantastic Nah, that was fantastic. Honest? I'll put a little musical bed under that. It'll be perfect. It'll mm-hmm. be just what Gorilla needs to hear to get over the hump okay. on V-Nex. All right. We did great. What a great job we did. Wow, we're great people. Where's Tori Yorgis? You know what? I don't care. Yeah. Well, of course you don't because Tim is your big buddy. And uh, I could have used Tori Yorgi to even the Scorgi a little bit here. That's not what we're about, Tom. We're not about competition on this show. No, we're not. And no guests will get between us. No. No guests will get between us. No guests will get between us. No, that's the way it goes. It's not going to happen. Well, everybody, this is a fun one. We hope we serenoed people and fixed their their lives their lives and now they can live a better life a fuller life and they can thank double threat for that so you're welcome you're welcome and check out cyrano in the theaters or not Mm -hmm. i don't know if it's playing or if it's any good but Mm -hmm. um it's worth uh worth doing i guess worth doing check it out just just don't take your mask off when the lights go out no Thank you all for listening to Double Threat. Send us stuff at doublethreatpod at gmail.com and follow us on social media and subscribe and rate and feed Sandy. Someone feed Sandy. I love it. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And we'll be back next week with a fun episode. Bye. Okay, goodbye now.
Oh my gosh. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.